Promising growth at our North American factory and an extreme way to use the Nokian Tires 1. That's coming up on the Nokian Tires Journey Podcast. Whether you're a driver who loves a good journey or a dealer selling tires, the road to success features a lot of the same stops. To make our journeys beautiful, we need premium, safe products that provide peace of mind in all conditions. And just like on the highway, it's a shared experience. At Nokian Tires, we provide those products with a side of passion. This podcast aims to showcase that shared passion among anyone who cares about the road ahead. Welcome to the Nokian Tires Journey Podcast. Welcome into the Nokian Tires Journey Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Bowling. Happy to have you along for the ride, pun intended. Once again this month, let's turn the ignition now and tell you what's ahead on today's show. We are making new inroads in the all-season market by setting records and surpassing expectations with our primary all-season passenger tire. Can't wait to tell you more about that. Plus, we're growing at the Dayton factory by literally building a new road. And two interviews you won't want to miss. Perhaps the most unique extreme use of the Nokian tires, one that we've ever encountered, and by a tire shop counter worker, no less. How is Brandon Payne using the Nokian tires, one in his side hustle, and how is that translating into more sales of the product at his day job? Plus, we've got an in-depth update from the leader of our Dayton factory. Let's get into tread trends first, though. Some news from around the tire industry, as well as what's happening at Nokian Tires. A question I think a lot of people in the industry are asking right now is, what are EV drivers looking for in their tires? Certainly, electric vehicles present some unique challenges for tires because of their higher torque, the need for predictable and long range, and of course, their heavier weights. How can dealers meet their needs? Modern Tire Dealer has a great inter-industry perspective, looking across the tire industry, talking to several tire makers, including our director of product, Steve Barassa. And we'll remind you, of course, that as part of our expertise in that field, and Steve gives some, some great insight there, we've also introduced two tires built specially for electric vehicles and hybrids, both of them winter tires, the studded Nokian tires Haka Polita 10 EV and the non-studded Nokian tires Haka Polita R5 EV, both of them revolutionary as we continue to strive to lead the industry in innovation and also in sustainability as we want to provide drivers who share our values with tailored driving solutions. Great article in Modern Tire Dealer. Make sure that you check it out and check out Steve's insight there. The Nokian Tires 1 is surpassing expectations. This week, we publicly announced that our new all-season tire exceeded projections in its first year plus in the market, and the reasons for that are many. It's aramid-infused toughness, it's durability, it's ability to handle challenging weather conditions, and according to Plaza Tires' Mark Rhodes, it's profitability. He says it's the most profitable tire, perhaps, that Plaza Tire sells. Many of you might be able to say the same. Whatever your customers may love about the tire, whatever you may love about the tire, quite simply, we have you to thank for its success. It has been a really popular product with drivers because our customers are informing drivers, are making sure that this win-win proposition that keeps drivers safe, that keeps dealers profitable, uh, is is out there and is being talked about. And so we appreciate your partnership and we'll certainly work hard to continue providing sustainable products that offer elite safety to your drivers. More on the Nokian Tires 1 a bit later in a compelling interview with a tire counter worker named Brandon Payne who is using that tire in really extreme situations and then selling it at his shop. 
uh, you're really going to enjoy uh, the uh, the Graham Tire Counterworkers Insight. Uh, meanwhile, though, our Dayton factory continues to grow, and now it has a new address because we put the finishing touches on an entrance road that bypasses the train tracks that serve our facility. So that allows employees and deliveries to arrive efficiently, to arrive safely. Uh, now, because we have a new address, you can reach us at 520 Nokian Tires Drive in Dayton, Tennessee. If you need that zip code, it's 37321. You can look us up on Google Maps, too, and find that new entrance and that new address it is one of many examples of the growth that's happening at our North American factory. And later today, we'll have an in-depth interview about that with the man who leads it. Operations Director David Quarter is going to drop by to talk about the growth that we're seeing, the culture that we have, and crucially, why dealers and drivers should trust the quality of the products that are coming out of our North American facility. But first, we've teased it a couple times now. We're going to talk with Brandon Payne. Brandon sells tires for Graham Tire in Nebraska, but in his evenings... And on stormy days, he is a storm chaser. Of course, he lives in the heart of Tornado Alley, and he runs two scenes that others are fleeing to try to capture storms and then to try to rescue people and help recover from tornadoes. And he drives the Nokian Tires 1 to do that. So when we want a reason to believe, we want a proof point as to what this tire can do, Brandon is going to offer that for you in our first interview, and he's also going to explain then how he takes those stories and turns them into sales at his shop in the daytime. It is a tremendous conversation with Brandon. Let's get to it now. Brandon Payne is a salesperson at Graham Tire. He's based in Hastings, Nebraska, not far from Lincoln. Big Nebraska Cornhuskers fan, but we'll try to resist the urge to talk too much football today. We're going to talk some tires because, Brandon, you're using your Nokian Tires 1s for a very interesting hobby that I think showcases the tire, but it's also just pretty cool to talk about. You are a storm chaser in your spare time. How'd you first get into that? A year ago, they had the 25th anniversary of Twister. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been a huge Twister fan since it first came out. Great movie. Uh, I, beforehand, I, I've been uh, really into storms, uh, Mother Nature. Just, I mean, just just love the passion for them. And uh, so ever since then, as a kid, I was like, after watching the, the movie Twister, I, I just like, man, that is so cool the way they go out and be able to interact with these things and see them firsthand, see what they do, see what they're capable of. And so ever since then, I was like, well, this is what I, this is kind of what I want to do, you know, in a hobby at some point in time in my life. And here we are and we're doing it now. I know you're busy selling tires in your day job. So how does that work with your professional schedule? How do you find time then? Is it a weekend pursuit, evenings, whenever there's a storm where you're like, hey, I'm out of here. I'll, I'll make up the time. How, do, how does that work <laughs> with your with your role? Um, so basically... We'll, we'll check the models. We'll check to kind of see what's coming up, you know, for the week, for the week. And then once we do that, we'll basically uh, kind of set a target zone from there and then basically go in and, and, and execute. Uh, the way it works with my, with my profession is a lot of basic storms or uh, really severe storms usually appear in the, throughout the night uh -huh. or towards the early afternoon into the evenings and through the night. So I do cut into work time sometimes, but I'm, my, my manager uh, is really under understanding about this passion and, and basically just going out and, and helping others, helping the community out. He understands that. So he's very, very easy to work with. That's awesome. Great to have that, that flexibility. Um, I'm interested in what a typical storm chasing night 
um, looks like for you. Uh, you mentioned you establish a target zone based on the forecast models. How many miles would you say you drive in a given storm chasing day or evening to, to try to chase down these storms? And then how close are you getting to these tornadoes? Um, so basically when we're set, setting up a target zone, um, like I said, we're based out of Hastings. Uh, we, we were just about a week ago, uh, we were down in Orleans, Nebraska, which is, I'd say maybe about an hour away, almost two hours away. Um, so we'll, we'll basically start there. We'll sit there until the storms start to fire up a little bit. And then once they fire up, we, we intercept from an angle. Uh, basically we try to stay on the, the Southeastern part of a storm so that way we can get pictures or if we need to send our drone up. Uh, we can do so and have a clear visibility of what's going on. Um, so that's, that's, that's what we do there. Um, and typically the mileage that we drive, the, the most that we've driven, I believe was logged about 350 miles. Wow. And that's just, that's round trip. And that was just a, that was just a chase here in Nebraska. Now we have been into Kansas. I've been into Iowa. Um, the, the really bad storm that happened in Iowa not too long ago. Yeah. Uh, we, I was, I was over there with the team and then, um, that was over, I'd say maybe about 30 miles from Des Moines is where we were at from that one. Oh, wow. So you reached out to us to tell us about this because you drive the Nokian tires one, which comes with that pothole protection, a very strong, durable, uh, passenger tire. Um, I'm interested to know how their tires help you stay safe in those experiences. I would guess there's debris on the roads and, and a lot of other hazards, and, and especially after these tornadoes come through, probably some really tough driving. How do the tires help you stay safe? Well, on the, on one of the questions that you asked prior, you, you had, you'd asked how close do we get to these tornadoes? We try to keep a safe distance so we can probably be the last one that we were just by was, I'd say, maybe about five miles from us. Okay. Uh, but we have, we have been, I mean, we can get up as close as, as to a mile, even within a half mile, depending on how strong the, the storm is or how, be, or how strong the tornado is. Um, so Nokian has really, as soon as they came out with that tire, um, when I was told about it and, and read upon it and stuff, they were saying that these tires were um, basically... A good smooth ride, a good comfortable ride. Once they once they hit the road, and once I got them on my car and actually went out into storms, these um, these tires really performed exceptionally well. I mean, above and beyond. Uh, a lot of a lot of stuff that we're in, obviously, is a bunch of rain, some hail. Uh, so, a lot of tires that I've had on there, we've tend to hydroplane, and with the Nokian ones, since they've got that deep channel. On them, I've I, I've yet to even hydroplane, and we've been into half inch, three quarter inch, inch and a half inch rain, uh, and and they've kept us on the road solid. We've had one time where we had 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 cut loose a little bit on the back end, but that's because we were on hail, which is obviously a, a circle. Um, it's like stepping on a marble, you know, as a kid, mm -hmm. or just watching your feet go out from under you. Basically, that's what that tire did. But as soon as it got traction back to the ground i mean it bit hard and even even you know if i'm in a spot where i have to if i have to chase fast to catch up to a storm the traction is is just superior because it, it just bites the ground and gives me that comfort the flexibility 
even if I hit it like a little pothole or something like that or debris or something on the road, it really, it, it takes a shock out of the tire and it doesn't send that shock through the vehicle. Mm-hmm. So it really just contours the, the best that it can, you know, at, at the time and how big the, the impact is. Uh, they've been, I mean, it's just a, a well, well-designed tire for, for what we're doing in this application. It's great to hear the real world application of, of some of these features that we write about. And I'm wondering now, so if you've got a night where you're out chasing a storm, you're, you know, you've got that traction, even despite hail and the potential for hydroplaning, and then you go to work the next day and you're talking to people in your shop and you're yep. telling them about the Nokian tires one, how does your experience then inform your ability and maybe motivate you to sell mm-hmm. that tire to your customers? Um, so I use a lot of my, uh, analogies are basically, stories of, of, of past chasing. Let, I let people know heads up. I do, you know, I'm a salesman at Graham tire, but on the side, I'm a, I'm a certified storm spotter. So I take these tires and this is exactly what I do with them. I give them descript details, uh, try to cut the story short, if you will, but give them the punchline because I know what they're capable of. I know how they handle and they, they, I, I mean, it basically sells himself once they once they hear that and know that I have been safe doing um, doing something that people run opposite directions from. I mean, so I mean, if you're you're telling them you're a storm spotter, they they freak out. I mean, they they're like you, sh- you do what? You know? So you give them a little insight on what happens, and then so then I do use those in my sales pitch, including my manager started to do it too letting him know that, Hey, I have this employee that, you know, goes out and this is what he does with these tires. And he's come home ever since. I mean, he, no flat tires, no nothing. I mean, they've, they've blocked uh, basically the debris. If there's anything on the road, or even if we're near debris site, um, we can go in and, and I can, I know that I'm, I'm going to be good with, with the product that I have on that vehicle, which is that Nokian one. Since you've started driving on them for your storm chasing escapades, do you think your Nokian tires one sales have increased because of that story that you're able to tell? Um, yeah, they have actually. I mean, a lot of a lot of outside customers, especially if they're from out of town or something like that, just want a quick set of tires or something to throw on. Um, I I, I still use that punchline, and they are actually able to hear it, you know, hear the story and stuff, and. And really, really put a mindset to it to be like, okay, well, these, these do perform very well for me. And, you know, I want that same result that he's getting on his vehicle. And so, I mean, I have used, used the pitch and I've had, I have gotten more uh, tire sales from it um, just because it's my experience. I mean, that's a firsthand thing. Okay, so we'll just turn every counter worker that we partner with into storm chasers, and then we'll just the sales are going to go through the roof even more than they already have. That sounds great. Uh, I'm wondering too that we hear from a lot of our customers that they take a huge amount of pride in the credibility they have with their drivers. That that you're not going to want to sell something to your driver that you know is not going to keep them safe. So, how right. much confidence does confidence does it give you to know that you've put these tires through the worst possible conditions? And that when you're having these conversations, you're not selling to some sort of incentive or some sort of whatever. You're selling because you're proud of this product yourself. What does that What does that mean to you? It, it, it actually means it means quite a bit. I mean, when when we're when you do a sale or there's something that you're really interested in or that you really have a lot of heart into it, that not only does it become part of your job, uh, it, it can become part of your your um, 
basically what you want to do is, is on the side, like yeah. which my in, in my case is storm chasing. And so I I put a lot of heart and, and soul into it because um, once you believe into something, that's what you got to do. I mean, you got to trust that, trust the product, and and luckily in, in my in my profession, I get to do it. I get to, you know, put these things to the ultimate test. I get to see what these things are capable of doing. And, and then I can respond from there. Uh, now, if I'm just, you know, if I've never done this before, you know, storm chasing and I try to sell something, you know, you want to sell what, what you've heard about or something like that, obviously to get your, your either get the sale, but you want to make sure that the customer knows exactly what they're getting, mm-hmm. you know, at the time of the sale and know that they're going to be, safe protected their family's going to be safe uh especially the kids i mean that's that's number one for me is is to make sure i come home to my to my family and you know that and so far like i said nokian the nokian one brand and and that model has has got me home every single night man that's awesome and i think you've just given given me the sales pitch even though i don't need it because i drive the nokian tires one too i actually went over a huge pothole recently I was like, oh, no, you get that sinking feeling. And then you're like, oh, no, wait, I got that pothole protection. Sure enough, I'm fine. Rim might be dented, but the, but the tire's great. Um, exactly. So what would you tell other other tire dealers then? Uh, of course, not everybody is putting their tires through the types of conditions that, that you are. Some are running from those types of storms instead of to them. But exactly. with the success you've had, we've got dealers all over the country who want to have that same kind of success with the Nokian Tires 1. What advice do you have for them about selling that tire? Basically, I mean, if they were to see this this video and actually um, hear from somebody who does what I do, uh, even something somebody that does it for a prof- profession where they are on the road driving or something like that, believe it. I mean, believe the story. I mean, this is something that uh, it, it's it, it's a big deal. You know, you want you want the max the traction, you want the safetyness, you want the comfort. Uh, that's something that you you want to live live by especially when you're selling that product and and being able to do so that's i mean that's that's a great thing about it and so um even though it's a eighty thousand mile tire i mean these things can run with top the top lines that are out there already and i've had a lot of different brands on my vehicle and i know exactly what i i feel is the most safest the most comfortable and eco eco friendly, um, you know, being no petroleum in, in in the products and stuff like that. I mean, that's that's what that's what I would highly recommend is is um, you have the knowledge of the tire, but also know that there's a bunch of people out there that are running these, you know, in my application, and just you know doing transport video or you know transporting, you know, customers and doing that kind of stuff. I mean, that's what I would highly recommend is is push these tires to the best of your ability, get these things out there, let people know these no key and ones are, are something to not mess with. They are, they are very dangerous, you know, to other, other brands and other models because they will compete with them. They will do a very good job. You know, personal stories are always the best sales pitches because they're not just pitches, right? They're, they really are testimonials that, that, that people can trust. Uh, let's get away from tires for our last question. I just want to know what's your craziest story. When people ask, you know, the, the hairy situations you've been in, Maybe you're sitting at, at, a, at a bar at the dinner table with, with a buddy and telling them about a close call. What's your number one story you lead with? I'm just curious about what this lifestyle is like. The, the closest call 
um, actually happened uh, December 15th uh, of 21. Um, we, we, we had a straight line winds basically uh, that was kicking up all sorts of tornadoes across Nebraska. And I was actually, I got off work about four o'clock. I got in my, basically got my uniform and everything uh, put on. And I started heading south of town of Hastings about 10 miles, which is south of, I'd say, but Blue Hill between, um, yeah, right around Blue Hill. And uh, I was sideswiped by a little tornado as I was sitting on the side of the road. It was just a little guy, so it wasn't enough to really do much damage. Uh, but I can see the rotation coming from an angle from me. Wow. The storm was actually, I believe they clocked at it moving 90 miles an hour. Wow. And we were already, or I was already in position. And uh, I was sitting on the side of the road because I knew, I knew this thing was coming quick. And uh, you could see the rotation on the radar basically right where I was at. So after it hit my vehicle, it kind of it went back up. The funnel went back up kind of disappeared it was kind of rain wrapped so you couldn't really see just because this had so much debris so much wind and stuff i mean it was quick hit me gone and then after that it was back on the chase to try to keep up with this thing moving 90 miles an hour so it i mean it rocked the vehicle it, it you can feel the suction of it coming up wow um after after that um i knew it was just a little guy so i knew it was going to be okay and the chase vehicle, which I believe I, you know, I sent you some pictures of it, kind of mm -hmm. what it looks like. It's just a 2012 Ford Focus um, is, is all I use. You got to keep that mileage, you know, keep the mileage and stuff like that. And with the, the good set of Nokian ones on there, I mean, fuel mileage and all that stuff is a big thing for us, especially with fuel prices going up. So, I mean, chasing it through Hastings and getting on the interstate and heading towards uh, Aurora, which is the town I'm originally from, uh, they had actually got hit by a tornado just on the edge of town, which uh, part of it actually impacted my mom's my mom's home. And then a, oh, a friend man. of ours that actually chases on our team, their house got hit as well in the, in the same path of it. Uh, so the I think the rating what they said was like an EF one is what hit me, and then another EF one is what hit my hometown. So after that. It, it, I had to end chase and basically go into emergency mode was what we do is when we in the chase, oh, wow. go in and see, do surveying for damage, uh, relate to the national weather service. And then we start recovery to see if we can help get tree limbs off the roads, help the, the local PD or the fire department, wherever any help is needed. We'll actually go in and do recovery. Oh, wow. That's, that's great that you're not just going out to, to capture these, but also to help in the aftermath. And I mean, I would guess there are situations then too, where you've got to deal with some debris and some, some, you know, challenges on the roads where the tires are going to help you out. Right. Yeah. So we, so, and that's, that's one instrument that we just picked up this year. Uh, we got a drone that we can actually send up and we got the, it's the new DJI uh, Mavic Air 2 uh, is what we decided to go with. So we can actually do surveying and see, what roads we can go down and that kind of stuff and, and, and see if there's any debris that's going to obviously puncture us or, or, or make us to where our vehicle goes down. Uh, so we can do aerial footage of tornadoes, report them, and then we can also do damage surveying with, with this drone as well. So that's what's really helped us. Uh, this year, uh, we had an older model, but this one, this newer one's updated 
and more clear so we can actually get that thing screaming right along the road and then see, you know, if anybody, if, I mean, if anybody's out in the, uh, you know, out in the field that might've potentially got tossed or hurt animals or something like that, we can actually see that from the air. So that was a big thing, a big thing for us uh, to be able to see, you know, if we can get a route or if we're in a dead area where we can't see a map or something like that, we can send it up and get a, a new path to where, you know, we can get out of safe zone or get back on the hunt with, uh, for the tornadoes. Uh, Brandon, you've got an incredible personal story and, and it's so interesting having watched Twister 25 years ago, plus now and, <laughs> and appreciated that. And, and, but even still only then brushed a little bit against that culture. It's great to dive into it with you and, and, and awesome too, to, to see, um, what the tires mean to you and how you're able to then turn that into a sales story. Is there anything you'd like to close with today? I, like I said, I just like to extend my hand out to, to Nokia and the company and to all the workers for making such a safe product for us. I mean, like I said, it's nice to come and it's not just this vehicle that I have tires on. I have the WRG fours on our uh, family vehicle that we use to travel with and stuff. So we, it's not, like I said, it's not just that vehicle. I mean, I, I believe in it that my wife's vehicle that she has, I put the Nokian brand on because that's how much I trust the company, how much I trust the the backing of them, and then the safety and the quality of, of that tire. So that's, that's what's really needed, um, especially on vehicles. I mean, that's your number one transport. That's the first thing that touches the road. And so you got to make sure that – you're, you're, you're safe. And that's the biggest thing. And I believe wholeheartedly that Nokian is, like I said, a force to be reckoned with as far as other brands. I mean, they got Michelin, Goodyear, uh, and stuff like that. And Nokian's up there. And I'm very, very proud to say that. Brandon, that's awesome to hear as somebody who also drives the Nokian Tires 1, whose wife also drives the WRG4 SUV, which we put on our RAV4 once we found out she was pregnant with our first child. That we that was yep. one of our first purchases we made as we were getting the nursery ready and all that stuff. Um, thank you for your stories. This is great. And thanks for your sales story. I think our audience is really going to benefit from this. Appreciate your time. I'm glad to, glad to be able to have this opportunity to, to pop on and actually, uh, you know, explain my side especially from an extreme side of of storm chasing so i'm very blessed to to be able to do this with you guys and and like i said i hope it helps many other people to realize um you know what it could do for them as well awesome we so appreciate brandon's words there the testimonial strong about the product certainly and uh, that is the reason we do what we do is to keep people safe in whatever conditions they might be entering and so when you look at the nokian tires one and you see that it's our first passenger tire to be infused with those aramid sidewalls the durability that creates then it makes sense that brandon would want to drive these tires in situations where he might be running over debris but what was great to hear as well was that you know hydroplaning is really his biggest concern because wherever he is, whether or not there's debris, there's going to be rain, right? These storms, whether or not they produce tornadoes, are producing extreme standing water and rain in, in tough situations. And to know that he can keep his eyes up at these storms where he has to really worry about his, his own personal safety and not have to worry about keeping his eyes down as much on the surface of the road, that he can trust those tires— that means everything to us. And I love the fact that even his manager, even the head of the shop, is telling his stories to customers and, and letting them know about the peace of mind that they can experience. Thanks to Brandon for his time and continued loyalty. 
And now let's move on to the place that's making the, no the Nokian tires one, and that is our North American factory in Dayton, Tennessee. David Corda has been a part of the building process in Dayton now for years, first managing construction of the facility and then taking over operations of the factory. And he is a great cultural ambassador, always very passionate about making sure that people are proud to work at the Dayton factory. But of course, in his job also has to make sure that tires are getting made efficiently and at a high, 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 high rate of quality. And he does exactly that. Uh, you will hear his insight on that now as we catch up with David Corda to learn what's happening at the Dayton factory. Well, to say that David Corda was in on the ground floor of our Nokian Tires factory would actually be inaccurate because when he got to Nokian Tires, there was no ground floor yet. The foundations were still being laid. David has been at Nokian Tires now for nearly four years. He came in, a, in August of, of 2018 to manage the construction of the Dayton factory. Since then, he was promoted to plant manager, operations director, call him what you want. He oversees what's happening in our North American factory in Dayton. And there's so much good news, David, happening in Dayton right now that we just had to catch up with you to figure out, first and foremost, what's new in Dayton? Well, a lot of new records. Um, we have a, a good group of folks and we've been able with uh, travel restrictions being able to open up and some of our uh, more experienced colleagues coming over and giving the support to our new folks and uh, a couple key hires, we've been able to really kind of reach that next level. Uh, so we're basically at capacity, still have some, some work to do to really get into the, the final couple of tweaks of percentages. But uh, we've made the major step up to where we, the level that we need to be. And now it's a matter of shaving, shaving off till we get all the way there. More efficiency, more volume. When you say at capacity, you mean with existing equipment, of course, and as more comes in, we'll be able to hit that official capacity number of around three and a half million tires here. Uh, when we first met, it was about a month into your employment with Nokian Tires. I came and visited, and uh, the beautiful, pristine grounds that we have now on our production campus were at that time a mud pit so thick that even the Gators couldn't get through some of those areas. It, it has been amazing to see the progress. Uh, the walls coming up and now um, one of the most sustainable and one of the most efficient tire factories in the world right there in Dayton, Tennessee. How rewarding has it been for you to see that growth happen literally from the ground up? Yeah, I mean, you, you said it just perfectly. Um, uh, it literally rained almost every day uh, here during the time, and it was... Uh, quite sloppy and very difficult uh, to to get the, the building up. And then uh, as the equipment was coming in, same story. And it was very uh, sloppy mess uh, trying to get that in, keep everything clean during the process. Um, and some of those things were overlapping one another and all the commotion. Uh, that, that was uh, the hard part from basically my old job. Um, but we got it done and uh, got it done on time and on budget, which we were real proud about. But then uh, as I coming into this new role, it was shortly after COVID happened. Uh, and COVID, you know, just upset everybody's plans. Uh, the entire world uh, were no different. Uh, and we just, hey, got to deal with this best we can. And uh, what it meant for us is we basically had to do our growing without the support of our sister factories and uh, that was just difficult in in the uh, in the fact that uh, our people needed you know support 
that was very difficult to come by. We were able to manage some things and we had a few expats here, but we just took it slow, took it step by step and uh, worked it out together, made a lot of investments into their people and getting the right numbers and then just slowly but steadily taking our time to grow. And now we see the uh, payoff from that investment already uh, less than a year's time from from all that work. So um, the bulk of that hiring went was last year, even during COVID, all the waves and everything and all the restrictions, but we made it work. And that's, I think, is even more rewarding because uh, the people side of it is is what makes the difference. You know, the building and the equipment and the grounds, it's all real nice, but the people make the, the factory go. So seeing, uh, going to a restaurant, seeing people thank you for being here, uh, having people say this is the best place they've ever been and they just love it here. And that that's that's what puts a big smile on my face. That's great. You feel a bit like a celebrity when you wear Nokia and tires gear around, uh, especially <laughs> Dayton, but really throughout Southeast yeah. Tennessee. And, and I think part of that, David, is due to the, the culture that has been built uh, at the factory and that you've helped helped build, that, that it's a place where people feel rewarded and want to be a part of a team uh, and not just go and assemble tires and, and, and yeah. you know, feel like it's, it's a calling, not just a job. What, what kind of culture are you striving to build at the factory? And are there any examples of maybe how that's playing out besides what you mentioned, which is that people seem very proud to wear their Nokia and tires gear around town? The main thing is just servant leadership. And uh, uh, we're not perfect at it, but uh, we really strive for that. Uh, and one, what I mean by that is uh, uh, the leaders of the factory uh, taking the responsibility to make sure that uh, they're demonstrating uh, and not just talking about what needs to be done. So going the extra mile, uh, helping uh, and staying late when there's issues, uh, coming in in the middle of the night to, to serve the team when they're, they're having struggles. Uh, when there's uh, cleanup days, which we used to have when we we're only running four days a week and we'd come in and do some activities on the side, upper management coming in, getting in on their hands and knees and scrubbing the floors with the guys. Uh, throwing a volley with the team uh, on some of those days as well. And just being uh, a demonstration of, uh, you know, we we believe this and we're not just, we say one thing and then we go to the ivory tower. My office is right here in the middle of the factory. I, I make sure I uh, say hello, how you're doing, how's the family, talk to each person, understand their names. A lot of new faces here, so... Uh, constantly these waves of learning names uh, is a part of it, but um, we really strive uh, to, to focus on, <clears throat> you know, it's okay to make a mistake. Uh, and there's a lot of mistakes made, especially last year as there's so many new people uh, and that's okay. Let's just learn from it, making sure we understand uh, is there any support you need from our side to make sure do you any any tools you need and and so on and really uh, the listening uh, to people and not thinking we know best and just do what we say but trying to make sure we understand whether it's a safety issue or some kind of quality topic or or something and how do we uh, uh, increase line speeds but let's try to understand from the real people working 
we're all here to make sure the operators can do what they need to do. Uh, we're all support functions for them. So right now we have that real solidly in our minds and that's uh, what we're striving to do and make sure we model and the way we go about things. And so far, so good on that respect. Uh, it's great to hear. And I can attest to that, that, that when you walk the floor, you have people who feel empowered and and challenged because it's a challenging job, but but challenged mm. with the opportunity that if you have a better way of going about things, present it, send it mm. up the chain, and we're going to be receptive to that. And I think that that empowerment is is absolutely vital for people to feel like they belong at a workplace, uh, especially when they're working working a, a job that can be you know intellectually fairly taxing sometimes to figure out how to how to get things right. Um, mm-hmm. So our audience, you know, here today for this discussion is our customers, our tire dealers, who are very interested in the fact that that more and more of these Nokian Tires 1s and WRG4s and other products are, are coming out of Dayton. Um, part and parcel with that is that, that you know, we both believe and know that dealers can feel very confident in the quality of those tires and that they're not just getting an increasing number, but these are going to be top-notch premium products. So in your words, why should dealers feel confident in the tires that we're making here at the Dayton factory? If we have a suspect quality issue, uh, we will completely uh, stop until we make sure we get this right. Uh, and as we were, that was my biggest fear with lots of growth. Let's make sure that we we don't have any of these issues. So we really took our time to make sure that quality first, absolutely. And uh, the numbers will eventually come. So all the, the factory management is understanding of that. Our, my production manager, who obviously has... Uh, uh, production KPIs uh, certainly understands that, that, hey, without the quality, it really doesn't matter how many numbers you produce. So um, quality team is uh, quite strong and uh, and really focused in and dialed in with our, our corporate quality team. And we get a lot of support there from those global functions. So uh, I'm really proud of them. And, and the numbers they've seen is well, well, well below any kind of uh, – claims uh, KPI targets. So uh, really proud of the team there. Safety of our products is, of course, a core differentiator in your ultimate purpose. But as part of that, we want to try to keep the planet safe as well. And sustainability is something that really sets us apart as a company. We have uh, the only lead version four silver tire production building in uh, in the industry, in the world. We have a lead version four gold Mm -hmm. admin building. We have solar panels on site. All of those things we've shared with dealers, um, hopefully they know it by now. We've shared it a lot. But but I want to ask you how our sustainability efforts play into our larger goals in Dayton and how that impacts your job on a regular basis. Yeah, obviously what you just said is um, uh, kind of maybe the highlights, you might say. Um, some things that people may not know is we're a zero waste to landfill facility. We're also, uh, by 2030, looking to cut our carbon emissions down. We're always evaluating, you know, how can we do it more? How can we do it more? So we work a lot with our global team uh, on this. All of our factories are doing that, not just us. And, uh, but what we do here is a big factor of what we're going to be doing in our next factories. And we're, as we be able to pass along uh, what we've done here that's been successful and what we would have done from the beginning if we would have thought about it a little deeper. So... Uh, always room for improvement, and uh, we strive for for that each day. I'll close by giving you an opportunity to speak on behalf of the rest of our team in Dayton. What would you like our dealers to know 
about the passion that these folks in in Dayton have for making tires that are going to elevate our company and elevate our customers. I'd say the number one thing is we're focusing on our people, uh, investing in our people um, and the support for our people, uh, because without the people um, and the retainage of the people who want to see a career path here and they can grow here uh, and they care about the products that they're making uh, and they you hire a certain type of person uh, for that. And the way we go about it is all about caring about the products that we make and the lives that we're building here in this community. And that translates out to uh, making sure that we're a top-notch product for our customers. And uh, uh, it all really starts and ends with the people. We have the top of the line technology um, uh, and that's, uh, hands down, but you got to have the right people to run it day in and day out and uh, really make sure that uh, that's our true foundation here. So I guess that's what I would say. That's tremendous insight. I appreciate that message. Anything you want to close with? Anything you wish I'd asked you? No, I just appreciate you for all the kind words and uh, uh, say hello to everyone out there and and, uh, glad we're here. And uh, we're here to stay and to grow and develop. And and then we'll see where the near future takes us from there. Record numbers every month right now in Dayton. But as you can hear, it's about more than the numbers. It's about the people. It's about the quality of the products. And David Corda, thank you for illustrating that approach in our conversation today. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks to David for his time. Uh, he's very busy, as you might imagine, as the factory continues to grow but more than an increase in volume, which is, of course, extremely important to us and to you, the first thing you have to do is focus on the quality of the tires we're making there. And that's what we have done. We've been very deliberate in that ramp-up process. But what is great is that now that all of the machines are calibrated, the employees are trained, we're almost a year into 24-7 production at the Dayton factory, we're able to produce large numbers of high-quality tires. And those numbers will only continue to grow as we make infrastructure improvements and capital investments to make sure that we are reaching that ultimate capacity of around 3.5 million tires per year here in the coming years. And of course, that will only continue to serve your needs because it will decrease lead times uh, for the delivery of our products, help us with supply challenges, and enable us to tailor our product mix to meet the needs of North American drivers and therefore of North American tire dealers. This has been one of my favorite podcast episodes yet. By the way, these are fairly evergreen interviews. So if you want to go back and listen to other episodes, we have great insight from tire dealers, from director of product Steve Barasa here at the company, from Hans Dierman about how we're marketing our products. But my favorite ones are the ones talking to people either driving the tires or selling the tires. And so uh, to that end, sorry, David, loved your interview, but man, it's hard to top what Brandon told us in that first interview. Thanks to him. Thanks to David. And thank you for listening as we move on the road ahead together. We appreciate your partnership and we'll talk to you next month. Nokian Tires is a global tire manufacturer passionate about providing drivers and dealers with peace of mind in all conditions. We're committed to crafting safe, sustainable, premium tire products that lead the industry in innovation. And this podcast is just one of many ways we're striving to be a close partner to you. If you have any feedback or ideas for the show, don't hesitate to reach out. My email address is west.bowling, that's B-O-L-I-N-G, at Nokian Tires, with a Y, dot com. Until next time, keep on rolling.